40 footer for Ennis. Oh, I got a live one here. <laughs> 10 win season, just the seventh in the history of the program. Dino Babers has delivered on his promises. It's over! It's over! The Orange have won it! Syracuse has won the national championship! This is the Seth Everett Show. Hey, good morning. God, that was a stellar update. Uh, it is Friday, October 4th, 2019. Live and local on ESPN Syracuse and throughout central New York. You're a utility Hello. player. <laughs> I'm Randy Velarde. <laughs> uh, <laughs> welcome, everybody. Um, we got a big, big day today. Big sports day today. There's lots going on in sports today. Um, the New York Yankees start their playoff series. And this will either be a really fun month or a really miserable week. Because if it goes two rounds, if they go two rounds, they captivate the whole city for all of October. But if they lose in three games, it's over really quickly and they will be forgotten. So, hey, look, I hope, I'm hoping for a good one. I'm not going to take back something I said yesterday. Twins in four. You really think that? I do. And here's the only thing that I have an issue with. And the only thing I really want to, I don't, I don't want to start breaking down the stat cast and uh, whose rosters and home runs versus home runs. I, I don't want to do that. But here's one thing I want to do. I saw the numbers of the Yankees record in postseason play against Minnesota. I think it's like, I, I had it open and now I don't have it open because I did an update, but it's 19 and three. Like, they're literally 19-3. and three. They have owned the Minnesota Twins. And here's one fact that no one is talking about. There is not a person on either roster that was a part of any of those games. That history doesn't mean a thing. And I think it's in their heads. And I think that if you're the Yankees, and maybe it's not the players, but it's definitely the fans, they are overlooking this Minnesota team. And I think if you're Minnesota, take advantage of that. Because these Yankees can be a bit on the arrogant side. And what I'm saying is the Minnesota Twins, if you watch them, they have this killer lineup. They have set the Major League home run record with 307. They have starting pitching that I think is better than New York. And... Nobody knows them because nobody talks about Minnesota. Nobody cares about Minnesota. Nobody watches Minnesota. And it is what I feel like the fact that everyone's picking the Yankees in this series is because no one gives Minnesota a shot. So I'm picking Minnesota. Look, I could be wrong. It's a five-game series. Who can, you know, one, one bad bounce in game two changes the whole dynamic. Because, watch, the Yankees can win tonight. And Minnesota could be up 6-3 in the sixth inning, and then all of a sudden Judge hits a grand slam. Does that make me wrong? Okay, fine. I'll be wrong. Like That's why sports are great. But to discount the fact that nobody is on these rosters that knows about Minnesota and New York, and you, you want to tell me about Johan Santana and Torrey Hunter and LaTroy Hawkins and Brad Radke and all these other guys that lost to the Yankees? They're all not there. And if I was the Twins, I would have all of them throw out the first pitch in Game 3. What Now, you got to look at this the offensively, right? These are the top two offenses in baseball, right? Arguably, yeah, sure. Is is pitching really going to be that 
the the answer in this, or is it going to be the offense that wins this series? Well, that's the question, and the, to me, the, I think there's a there's a chance. I I still think that when we look at a series, if you look at any matchup, you have you have talent on both sides. But here's the thing about the Twins: they are giving. This is a guy, this Jose Barrios. You don't know who the, he didn't face the Yankees this season. They don't know him. They don't have never seen him. They don't know anything. And here's but here's what it is for the Yankees. They're missing Domingo Herman. And that's the other thing that nobody talks about. Domingo Herman was suspended by Major League Baseball for charges of domestic violence. I think that's bigger than he's the best pitcher on their team. And I think he's better than Masahiro Tanaka. Now Tanaka is good, but he's not Clayton Kershaw. You know what I mean? Like he's he's good. He's very good. And he's got great, he's got a sub two postseason ERA, and he's starting game two. And I think that's curious and strange, but he'll be fully rested for game five, so maybe that's why they're doing it. I don't know. But they're going with James Paxton. And James Paxton's been Okay, he's been great lately, but he's not dominant. This is not like, I don't know. This is not a Yankee team that scares you offensive uh, on the mound. And so, to me, you're talking about these two home run teams, and watch. You've seen teams like this. You've seen any time you have these two juggernaut offenses, what's the score of tonight's game going to be? 4-3. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's just, it's strange, and they played great down to the wire games when they played each other in Minnesota. I thought they were really entertaining, really fun games. And all I'm saying is, give Minnesota a shot. The winner of Game One has gone on to win 95 of 132 best of five postseason series in division series with the current two two one format. Because remember, it used to be two three. So that the team with home field advantage wouldn't play a home game until game three, which I always thought was weird. Uh, the teams that claim game one on the road wins 28 out of 40 times. That's 70%. If the home team wins game one, it's 31 of 40 times. That's 78%. Now, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this like I'm interviewing a baseball insider like you are. Don't know a damn thing about the Twins. When you get down to it, we know they have a good offense. Bullpen and bench-wise, are they equal, better than, less than the Yankees? Well, bench is, is a push, okay? B- bench is not bench is not going to decide this. To me, what's going to decide this is pitching rotation. And I think the fact that Jake Odorizzi has been great, Kyle Gibson has been great, and these guys are people no one has heard about. And I just think they step up, and that's my issue. It's all I'm suggesting is that these guys step up. And if your name is Martin Perez or Jake Odorizzi or Kyle Gibson or Jose Berrios, you don't know that the Yankees' Jason Giambi (laughs) used to dominate the Minnesota Twins back in 2002. Buckshot was in elementary school. (laughs) Anytime you can get buckshot worked in, it's always it <laughs> makes life better. I just love the fact that I I'd like to think that people have gravitated toward the show, 
And so they like they they're listening to it now because they think it's entertaining, but they haven't heard the first couple of weeks. And people are like, "What is the reason you? Who is Bugshot, and why do you call him that?" <laughs> <laughs> and and it's so stupid that you have to explain the whole thing, which is why we're not going to do it. But if you said he's named after the Liberty quarterback, how many people in our audience would go, "Huh?" All of them. What's a Liberty and what? Who's the Liberty quarterback? <laughs> That's funny. So would you lay money on your pick? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, not even close. I wouldn't I wouldn't uh dream of it because five game series, the best team doesn't always win. And I it, literally I'm only making a prediction because I have to make a prediction, and I hate that no one is picking the twins. I literally I no one's picking the twins. They're, the Twins are a bunch of players, literally, that you don't know. And Rocco Baldelli, who makes me feel old. I saw Rocco Baldelli. I talked to him yesterday. I went to the workout between the 12. It wasn't really a workout because it rained. So it was really just press conferences. And Rocco Baldelli was there. I shook his hand. How you been? Nice to see you. I covered Rocco Baldelli when he was a prospect. <laughs> not, not just a player. He was a prospect. In my head, he's still a prospect. <laughs> he's the manager of the Minnesota Twins. And one of the press uh, one of the, the the Twins writers at the press conference and he says, "Can you tell us anything about your 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 plan like with your rotation or anything?" He says, "Nope." <laughs> <laughs> he said he said Barrios tonight. That's it. And eventually he gave a couple of other things. You know what I mean? Like he said what was going to happen. He has these relievers. He has 76 relievers. And they're all no names. And I'm telling you, Max Kepler. You watch the Twins and you're like, who the heck are these guys? And I slept on the Twins for a really long time because I thought the Indians were the best team in their division. And they are. They're, they're, if you look at the rosters for both sides, the Indians are better. But you don't win on paper. You win on a field. And they went on a field, and they hit like a gazillion home runs. The only players that you'll remember is uh, Nelson Cruz is on this team. Mm-hmm. And Miguel Sano, who was, has been on Sports with Friends. <laughs> that's 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 all that's all I got, <laughs> and and they are they're this really weird, interesting team, and who knows? And all I'm saying is, if they split, if they if they split, here's my prediction: they split in these first two games. The Twins have to win their home games because if you go back to Yankee Stadium in Game Five, it's the I think the Yankees win, but if you can beat them. All you have to do is you got to get one of these two, go into Minnesota and win your home games in a place where you have dominated. Totally can do it. All right, one last thing here on this before we hit our first break. Uh, Betting-wise, I like to look at these sites at who's betting what. Yankees win the series three games to one is plus 330. Yeah. 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 That's because nobody and, and and what's the all time record? I, I I had it and I closed it when I was looking up uh, statistics, but what it's 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 something like nineteen to three in all time postseason matchups. And if you think about all time postseason matchups, it's all since two thousand and two, I believe. 
because they never played each other <laughs> before then. You know, in the old systems, they didn't have any, that wasn't an issue. And uh, they have a they have a, a, a Syracuse guy as their play-by-play guy on the radio side, uh, Corey Provis. He's a Newhouse dude and a WAR alum. And he lives in one of the sexiest ta- parts of Minnesota ever. He lives in Minnetonka, Minnesota. Oh, yeah. And you say, why would Minnetonka be a sexy name for a town? All you have to ask is if you'll purify yourselves in the waters of Lake Minnetonka, and you'll take me right back to being 13 years old. <laughs> <laughs> One more thing. Yeah. I'm looking at this. James Paxton, 10-0 uh, in his yeah. in the season. There's no way he stays that hot. Like, right. if I'm betting, I'm like, he's right. got to lose a game of it. Right. Oh, and what happens when you go up against a team that led the, set the major league record in home runs? Yeah. 10-0 with a 2-5-1 ERA. I'm not saying... I, my, look, if I have to... If I have to... If I had to bet, I would say... I'm, I'm going to say it. Twins and four. I'm going to... I'm sticking with twins and four. I think they split. And I think Tanaka pitches well tomorrow. Because he's a gamer. And I like I like him. I mean, I have no, no prejudice against him. I, it's no problem. Hey, uh, you want to get some insight on uh, the Yankees and find out how good they are? I would love to. Christy Ackert covers the Yankees for the New York Daily News. I believe she's a Syracuse alum as well. We will join her in just a moment right here. Stay with us on ESPN Syracuse. This is the Seth Everett Show. All right, back here on ESPN Syracuse, Seth Everett, Polly Sebelia, hanging out with you till 11. Like we said over on TK99 tonight, game one of the American League Division Series, the Yankees and the Twins, and uh, one of the best reporters in the baseball biz around. Uh, from the New York Daily News, she is the beat reporter for the New York Yankees. It's my friend and a Syracuse alum, if I remember correctly. Uh, Christy Ackert is on the line. Christy, good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. You sound better because Polly, uh, our co-host, is sick too. So I wanted to say, do you guys want to compare <laughs> cough medicines? We can talk Yankees another day. <laughs> NyQuil's the best. That's that's what knocks it out for me. Yeah, I do the Theraflu nighttime, and I eat a lot of vitamin, a lot of vitamin C. There you go. I'll be doing a lot of emergency throughout the playoffs <laughs> because press box become like a petri dish for diseases well everybody in this radio station is sick and we all talk on the same microphone so it's just constantly recycling itself to everybody oh, that's gross <laughs> that sounds lovely that sounds lovely hey uh yankees uh enthusiasm uh for this playoff series is at a fever pitch as you would expect and a lot of people not not naming names i'm not saying you particularly but a lot of people in the media have been suggesting the yankees all-time record against Against Minnesota, uh, nineteen and three, or something like that, in the in the history of both franchises. And I'm just pointing out, and I just wanted to get your thought on the fact that nobody on either roster played in any of those games, and why would that matter? And I'm just curious to get your perspective. Well, I yeah, I agree. I mean, I do think like I think Severino pitched in the wild card game, so there is that. But um, mm-hmm. you know. I agree. I mean, we saw the Twins this year. They are a very young uh, team that is really talented. And 
and have improved. I mean, you just watch the improvement of their, you know, young players in the bull, their young pitchers in the bullpen from say July to now. It's it's impressive. So, you know, with young players, they tend to not really care about the history of things that they're not involved in it. Um, I think it's going to be an exciting series. I think it's going to be a very high-scoring series, obviously. And honestly, I think it's going five games. I mean, I I don't. I don't put a lot of stock into the history between the Twins and the Yankees. I, you know, it's not like there's ghosts that come out of the new Yankee Stadium and haunt the Twins. <laughs> That's right. It's not, not ghosts of Jorge Posada just floating around, even though Jorge Posada is still alive. Um, if you look, we're talking with Christy Acker from the New York Daily News. If you look at the way the Yankees are strategizing their pitching, how big a deal is losing Domingo Herman in your perspective? What he what he's being accused of is reprehensible. He has no business being on the field. But from a purely baseball standpoint, how big a loss is this? And are you surprised there hasn't been a lot of people talking about it? Um, it's, I mean, this kid is a very talented pitcher. I mean, he's got yeah. great stuff. Um, you know, from a purely baseball standpoint. It's a loss. I mean, we weren't exactly sure how they were going to use him. They were throttling him back because, you know, this is a guy that had never pitched, I think, more than 123 innings, and he had blown past that. So, I mean, he was going to be, I would say, maybe he wouldn't have been one of the four starters. He would have been the guy that came in behind, say, like, you know, or maybe he would have been, like, going three innings before a J-hack. Um, just because of innings limits and concern about the one thing about Domingo Herman that we've seen in the past and we see in games is he wears down a lot. Um, mm-hmm. That's a huge loss. I mean, that's a very talented player off your roster. I think the way that they have formulated their pitching, though, with such a strong bullpen, you can get away with three and a half starters. You know, you can use the opener in game four in front of Jay Happ. And then on game five, if you need it, you can piggyback Tanaka and Paxton. Or you can use Paxton on full rest. You know, or I think it's a day early, extra rest. Right, right, right. Whatever, whatever. Right, um, Tanaka but, would be on full rest, right. Right, but I think you've got to, you know, if you're going to look at it just from the standpoint of what a loss it is, that's a huge loss. And I think they, you know, the one thing the Yankees have done all year, though, is they've lost players. And whether it's to injury or to this awful thing, they've rolled on. I mean, that's that's their motto. That's that's their personality. Next man up, let's go. And that's kind of the way they've handled this. I, uh, I, I've known Christy Eckert a long time. Christy Eckert is with us from the New York Daily News, and I know the value of managers in your estimation. Given the amount of injuries, given the un unprecedented amount of injuries the fact that this team has continued to battle and achieve the level of excellence that they did how much credit in modern day 2019 baseball do you actually give to Aaron Boone see I I actually just wrote a big story about this I think I know that's why I asked (laughs) thank you I think that the the genius or whatever of Aaron Boone is one he can he can talk analytics with the front office. You know, he can handle himself with that giant analytic department the Yankees have. But the, the, 
what makes him successful is that he can take that into the clubhouse and still talk to the players like a player. He has the credibility of a former major league player. He knows what he's doing. He has managed this team so well. I mean, there is an empathy to him when a player goes down. It's, it's a genuine empathy. You can't fake that. But he also goes to the other guys and is like, okay, our expectations haven't changed. Next man up. Let's go. Um, that he's been able to guide the Yankees through 31 players going on the injured list. 31. They lost the runner-up to the rookie of the year in March, basically. Right. Um, you know, he makes does he make some bullpen moves that you, you scratch your head about? Yes, probably less than he did last year. But you've got to, you know, in this age of analytics, you, you can't just plug players into spots and say, okay, he's going to hit 360 here. You know, there's a person there, and he understands that, and he is able to create an atmosphere where players can thrive in this age of, you know, analytics and data. So, you know, I would think he would be manager of the year. I don't think he's going to get it because there's always that backlash, oh, the Yankees have all this money, but I think he's done a phenomenal job. No, if this is a, if ever there's a year to do it, this is the year he should he should he should win it. Uh, no no question about that. You know, a lot of radio shows that you'll go on in the next month uh, will ask you for silly predictions. I'm not I'm not doing it. I, we're, we're better than this. We're better than this because predictions are stupid and they're cheap questions. So I want to ask you a really good journalism question. Okay. What is the biggest difference between covering the New York Yankees <laughs> versus the New York Mets? Um, for, for, for context, Christy covered the Mets for how many years? Six. Six years with the Mets. This is year two with the Yankees? Year one and a half, basically. One and a half. Okay. What's the biggest uh, difference? Well, I mean, <laughs> stylistically, they're very different in how they handle things. Um, you know, <laughs> it's a little tighter, um, maybe a little more, you know, corporate with the Yankees. Um, but they're, I mean, the more time you spend around them, the more you learn, the more personable it is. Um, you know, the one striking difference to me when I, you know, I went through the 2017 season with the Mets and they had that rash of injuries and, you know, Terry Collins ended up getting dragged through the mud and then fired. Um, it's just how well prepared the Yankees are. I mean, I don't know how any team could be prepared for the injuries they had this year, but they had players ready to play in the major league, you know, come up and play. Um, you know, you never saw that with the Mets. You kind of saw them, like, trying to use Band-Aids to get past, you know, major surgeries. So um, that was a huge difference to me. Um you know, just the expectation, there was never, you know, the whispers of excuses or, oh, my God, we lost so-and-so. You know, there just was this kind of like, okay, we've got somebody in Scranton that can fill this role. Let's go. So that was kind of a difference. And it's a longer commute for me. <laughs> I didn't think about it that way, but that's probably true. Um, Christy, feel good. Uh, we'll see you this weekend. I think I'll probably see if there's a game five or in, in the next round, if there is a next round. But uh, continued success and great job this year covering the Yankees. Thanks. Thanks for having me, Seth. Yep, you got it. See ya. That's uh, Christy Ackert from the New York Daily News. All right, we'll unpack all of that. Uh, there are the differences between the Yankees and the Mets. She could run for office. She plays hurt, too. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, she was. she's, she's, she's not feeling so good. And uh, I saw her from a distance, 
and she was she was talking to a player, and he never. You know, I don't interrupt that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? So I didn't want to. I, I didn't want to be the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, that's not that's not my style. All right, we'll talk about this. Plus, uh, crunch hockey starts, so we'll preview that coming up in just a moment, right here on ESPN Syracuse. This is the Seth Everett Show. All right, back here on ESPN Syracuse. Thanks to uh, Christy Ackert from the New York Daily News. She was always the best uh, beat reporter for the Mets, and that's how I know her. Uh, from from my days at the Mets, and she was my uh, she was my sounding board whenever I got into a fight with Wilpon, and <laughs> and then she got moved to the Yankees, and I played her the Jeffersons theme song. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we're moving on up. <laughs> <laughs> so she's good, and we'll we'll, uh, we'll hook up with her uh, as the season goes on, if there is a you know if it goes on. She picked uh, Yankees in five. Did you notice that? Yeah, she was uh, endearing herself to the Central New York fan base and the Yankee fan base a little better than you. That's true. That's true. I look. I, I um. I have no problem being wrong. It, it, it's good for the radios, you know, for the company if the Yankees continue, and it's good for fans, and you know, it's good for sports. And I have no problem with any of that stuff. Um, any concerns uh, out there in Central New York about the game being on MLB Network? As well as, of course, TK99, but MLB Network, this is one of their games. I will tell you, I do not know if I can see it. I do not get it. I don't don't get MLB Network. I don't have MLB Network money. No. They have uh, have Bob Costas, uh, Syracuse's own, and Bob Costas and uh, John Smoltz doing the game, which is a great broadcast. And I don't know if I can get it because the MLB app is usually blacked out in the United States for playoffs. And I tried that yesterday. Just you know, I just tried to watch it on the app. I didn't, you know, I, I had the other thing. And yesterday, one one uh, cord cutting story. I don't know if you saw my tweets yesterday, but Hulu Hulu Live went down last night for about fifteen minutes, oh and it the was world. the nicest. No, no, but it was the nicest Hulu down. Like if this was a cable company. Oh, it's vitriol. Oh, my God. How dare these people? This is awful. Hulu's like, all right, Hulu, come back soon. Please come back. And it was a lot of sports last night because the uh, football game was going on, the Seahawks and the Rams. The baseball, the two baseball games were going on. And plus, uh, there was an NHL game on NBC because I think NBC Sports Network is showing an NHL game every day now until May. And so they had they had the Predators were playing. And all these sports were going on. I was flipping back and forth and back and forth. And all of a sudden, the whole thing went black. And uh, I didn't know what happened. And, you know, of course, I'm like, did I pay the bill? Like, (laughs) I didn't know. And I went on Twitter. And all I wrote, very politely, is is Hulu down for anyone else? And I think I got 45 replies in about five seconds. Like, it was... I was like, geez, this is what Adam Schefter must feel like. (laughs) (laughs) It was a long setup to get a good punchline, but it was okay. Um, but anyway, so so uh, Hulu Live went down, but uh, it's back. And I don't know. I, I know Hulu doesn't have uh, MLB Network. I don't know how to watch MLB Network. I, I don't know. Now I'm scrambling because I don't know that I get. I may get like standard def MLB Network. I 
don't. Oh, that's even I, worse. I, I know. I have to it's watch like a person on, with listen bad on the radio. Just <laughs> put on the radio. Well, what I what I will say, and I will tweet this later if it turns out to be the case, is that if your game is not available on all cable systems, you have to unlock it on your app. You have to unlock it. I understand that you're protecting TBS and and Fox, you know, Fox Sports One, because that's why they black it out on the app. The only way the app works, the MLB.tv app works, is if you're international, which I totally fine, totally understood. But for a game that's on MLB Network, you gotta you gotta you gotta unlock that sucker. So we'll see about that. I am now on my app for my my cable check, company. You're, right? You're checking. <laughs> I'm checking to see if I get it. See? Now I'm panicking. Like, I, got, I got a lot of people. Yeah, we'll see. If, if, if the game's not on, I'll tell you this. There's so many other things going on in sports. I will flip and I'll watch something else. And uh, that's kind of dumb, but that's the way it is. Hey, by the way, uh, tonight uh, here on ESPN Syracuse, the FM side, uh, the Crunch opened their 26th season. Not a big banner for 26, huh? 25 was a big deal. 20, 26 is just kind of like, okay, another season. Um, I love the crunch. Uh, the crunch has been a major part of my life uh, for forever. Um, I was their pre and post game host uh, back in their second season. Their first season was uh, there was a great first season. Uh, I met all their players, and I remember the NHL was on lockout. And so I remember doing stats for ESPN television um, when, when during their season, I was still a student. And, uh, and then I got the gig. Uh, and then, of course, the great, the great champion, uh, Jim Sorosi over there with the Crunch, uh, campaigned for me to be the uh, AHL Broadcaster of the Year. And I won it in uh, 1995. And uh, that was a huge honor, and it helped set my career. And I got the gig in Denver with the Avalanche because of the Crunch. And I've always been loyal to the Crunch. I've always supported the Crunch. Uh, I did Forbes stories for Howard Dolgan with his lighting company. And Howard's a great guy. We can get Howard. We should get Howard on. He'd come on in a second. In a second. That guy loves a microphone. We'd have to clear out all the commercials, but we, we, it would be fine. I, in 1995 for the Crunch, I did two things when I, I was just starting in radio myself, yep, yep. and uh, I played Crunch Man full ice, like full oh, length no of the way. ice, inter, in, as an intermission, uh, no way. entertainment you segment, you, and I was exhausted, pictures? exhausted. And another thing they did, they put me on a pony keg. <laughs> like you know what a pony keg is? Just the little ones. That, I sat on a pony keg and they put me on a full like a like a slingshot and they shot me down the ice. Like this was me trying to get started as shock jock Polly and they does, does shot any me. Any of this video exists? I don't know. I I don't know, but it Oh, I, just so, a picture. So when they shoot me down the ice on the pony keg, if I go into the net, the guy wins <laughs> tickets to every concert at Darien Lake for the summer. Uh, you know, so for it's a great bit. I I posted. I hit the post and I flipped no. up over the net and I was black and blue. I was black and blue for for like three weeks, oh all up and down my body. I would give anything for a photo. Can can we call over? Let, let's make a deal. 
Let's make a deal for Monday show because there's a bye week. There's no SU football on Monday. Can we call over to the Crunch? I'm sure they have archives. I, I would almost bet they have archives. I, I would. I would totally, totally. I would do anything to put that on ESPN Syracuse's Twitter. I am also going to pitch an idea to the Crunch. Uh, our, our ESPN night for the Crunch this year falls on Valentine's Day. So I was wondering if they wanted to do a prom night where people would go dressed in suits and dresses for Valentine's Day. And I think that would be a lot of fun. That would be funny. Yeah, that that would be fun. Hopefully we can get them to approve that. Yeah, we have. You know what? We should sit down. I want this show to be the official show of the crunch. We should have Lucas on all the time. Lucas Favale. Uh, He does a great job calling the games. And uh, we should have Howard. We should have Wednesdays with Howard. <laughs> <laughs> like know. a fireside chat. <laughs> I always thought it was strange because anytime you'd ever have, like, they, they did a profile in the Post Standard about the uh, the GM. The GM doesn't do, do anything. He gets the players from the from Tampa. He, he, he hands the players. I'd love to know what a general manager in hockey does. Like in the AHL, in the AHL, right? He, he, what happens in his purview that he has jurisdiction over that the Lightning don't have to improve? Well, you uh, have, approve. Well, you have to find guys that aren't, you know, talented. You've got to find veterans no. and stuff that aren't going to make the NHL roster. You know for a fact that you if can. If they get want come- to sign, if they want to sign Buckshot, uh-huh. if the Crunch want to sign Buckshot for whatever reason, do the Lightning have to approve it? I'm guessing yes. Yes. So really, who's making that call? Well, everybody I, does. I, it. See, no, I'm not, I, I feel like I, I like want to know what I, I would GM venture. It. It's a business position, not a hockey position. I, I, I want to know if I have to hire somebody, I have to get it approved. Everybody does that, you know. I, I'm interested. Okay, now we have a new mission. I want to get uh, Stacy Roast is his name, and uh, looks like a fine chap. I want to know exactly. <laughs> What <laughs> I want to know what he what a GM of an AHL team does, and I'm not trying to be facetious here. In all seriousness, let's let's. I, I think our listeners would want to know. Okay, I'd want to know what does a GM in an American Hockey League team do. We know what a GM in a National Hockey League team does. Right, it makes all the deals. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like makes makes all the, the 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 decisions. What does he get to do that? doesn't happen I, I think that's interesting uh all right uh so the crunch take on rochester they have four four road games to start the season at rochester tonight then next weekend they play two games at cleveland friday and saturday and then wednesday they come to utica to take on the comets and then they have their home opener uh, october 19th what what football game is october 19th i would have to look can't ask me questions Nothing? like that off the top of my head. Oh, no, no. The Pittsburgh game is that Friday. Yes. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. The Pittsburgh game is that Friday. Let's go to the home opener. I see a road trip coming. Let's go to the road, the, the home opener, which is Saturday night at the War Memorial against the Charlotte Checkers. That's the name of a team? Yes, oh named God. after the, the fast food joint. I could tell you every AHL team in 1995. <laughs> I knew the Springfield Falcons and the 
Utica Devils and the Binghamton Rangers and the Cornwall Aces. I knew that. Is they still have the Cornwall Aces? I I haven't uh, written uh, the word Cornwall on a schedule <laughs> Cornwall, in my Cornwall, 10 years. <laughs> Scranton Wilkesbury didn't have a team. I'm telling you, there were no. I'm telling you, there's so many. The Hershey Bears existed. I remember them. Uh, there were. There, I'm telling you, I know. <laughs> the Hershey Bears I, I, I are like so. the Yankees of the AHL. I feel that's like that's right. Yeah, and they have their own uh, uh, minor league, John Sterling. <laughs> It'll be a face-off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, crunch hockey. Good luck to the crunch, and we'll do plenty of crunch stuff coming up this season right here on this show. Uh, we continue here uh, on this show, and it's brought to you by uh, Bill Rapp's Rapid Purchase. Enjoy the entire car buying process from your laptop, mobile device, or tablet at BillRapp.com. All right, so we got Crunch Hockey tonight. What else is going on in sports? There's like 7,000 sporting events this weekend. Is this the best time of the year for sports fans? We will discuss. This is ESPN Syracuse. This is the Seth Everett Show. All right, enjoy all the baseball tonight and also the crunch. I'm ready for Syracuse football to return. Next week's Thursday night, the NC State game should be a hoot and a holler. Let's get a big win. Let's just get excited about this. There's been too much waiting around. It feels like the whole five games has been the preseason, and now it's time for the regular season to start. Don't you think? Like It's, it's like now the season finally starts. It is. It's like a, it's like a grand reopening, as Matt Park would say. Is that, is that he's talking to you now? Not personally. I just uh, heard him say it on the radio once. Next time there's a bye week. <laughs> there's another. There's another bye week. Uh, we. I want to find out exactly what he hates about you. And I just. Oh want to my see god! I don't same. know. You. You only need a three-hour show. Hey. I'm, uh, the I'm laundry list will be huge. I'll tell you what. Why don't we do this? Uh, we'll switch time slots for one day with Infante and Buckshot. They'll do this show, and we'll do their show, and we can have Matt come in, and we could just do like a like a War of the Roses kind of thing. Oh, that'd be a blast! <laughs> Wrap it I'll up. Be the, I'll be the mod, I'll be the moderator. <laughs> All right, enjoy the weekend, everybody. Be safe. We'll see you Monday at ten, right here on ESPN Syracuse.